This is a special encore performance of Intelligent Medicine. We're not live this week, but check in with us again next weekend. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you, 877-726-8255. In a moment, uh, we're going to take a look at the claim by the cereal industry that the FDA's proposed labeling requirement to remove the healthy food designation from sugary breakfast cereals is an infringement on their free speech rights. It's a novel legal argument, and we're going to take a look at it, incredible as it may seem. 877-726-8255, our number. We invite you to call and join us right here in the doctor's office. You can pose a question or you can share a comment. Either is Chris for the Mill for Intelligent Medicine. 877-726-8255. Okay, a little bit of a follow-up to the caller who expressed concern about the Consumer Reports story about high levels of lead and cadmium in certain brands of dark chocolate, you know, the high test kind, 85%, 90%, with definite health benefits. Uh, According to studies, uh, there's a cardiovascular benefit. There's uh, potentially an anti-neurodegenerative disease benefit of cocoa flavanols. But notwithstanding that, uh, there are concerns about potential cam- contamination with heavy metals. So uh, I'm going to share with you, you know, I posed that question to uh, Alan Frost, who is the CEO of one of our sponsors, uh, Flava Naturals. And uh, Alan promptly wrote back to us and shared uh, these points. Uh, number one, he says, and I'm quoting, we measure uh, heavy metals to assure each batch complies with the California Prop 65 cocoa guidelines, which are actually more stringent even than the federal guidelines. California, you know, everything, you know, with pollution, with gasoline, with consumer products, they are even more stringent. Uh, So they assure that each batch complies with the California Prop 65 cocoa guidelines, which is that cadmium and cocoa powder cannot exceed 0.96 parts per million. That's very tiny. That's less than one in a million. Uh, but cadmium levels naturally vary by harvest. So, but in any case, they're, they adhere to the guidelines. And they also point out, or Alan Frost points out, despite the buzz about cadmium and cocoa, it's actually a minor source of cadmium in the diets of the population as a whole. According to two studies on children and adults that used data from the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey, the NHANES study, which is the authoritative study on Americans' food intake, the top sources of cadmium are grains, cereals, breads, and pasta, green leafy vegetables, and potatoes in various forms, chips, fries, and roasted. Uh, Those three categories account for around 80% of our food-based cadmium consumption. Other common sources include seafood and meats. And of course, 
Uh, the biggest culprit is cigarette smoking because there's a lot of cadmium in tobacco. And when you inhale it, it is exceedingly bioavailable. It is absorbed through the lungs, right into the bloodstream, and it deposits in your tissues. So, you know, smoking is by far the biggest culprit, except for industrial exposure. If you're an industrial worker, you know, OSHA guidelines specify that you can't be exposed to too much cadmium, but certain occupations will expose you to uh, uh, cadmium in the manufacturing industries. And finally, uh, overall, there is not a lot of consensus regarding risk or guidelines on cadmium in food sources. Hence, there are no federal guidelines, and none of the chocolates tested exceeded the existing European guidelines. So I misspoke. There's For cadmium, there's no FDA guidelines. There's California guidelines, and there's European guidelines. But even when it comes to the stringent EU guidelines, European Union guidelines, um, despite uh, missing the, <clears throat> the stringent guidelines in California, uh, they none of them exceeded the European guidelines, and they're pretty careful over there. And data suggests that the antioxidants in fruits and vegetables actually impede the absorption of heavy metals. So, uh, so Alan Frost concludes, I personally think the benefits of 900 milligrams of cocoflavanols daily, including around 40% reduction in the risk of cardiovascular death, far outweigh any risk of associated cadmium consumption. And so let me tell you how to access those products. Um, the, the, the place to get them is flavonaturals.com. Uh, and I'll repeat that research centers now show the real cognitive benefits of daily cocoflavanol consumption, benefits like improvements in executive cognitive function, processing speed, working memory, and mood were observed in studies where participants consume 500 to 900 milligrams of cocoflavanols daily. And I, I don't consider myself at particularly high risk of cardiovascular disease, but I want my brain to function well. <laughs> I prize my intellectual faculties. They're challenged every day when I see patients and I do this radio show and I write articles and interview people on podcasts. And so cocoa for me, uh, and especially the products from Flava Naturals, are a linchpin of my cognitive support program. And we'll talk a little later in the program about the benefits of uh, exercise, because that's an important ingredient too. Uh, when looking for a good cocoa product, I search high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. Those are my requirements. And I was thrilled to find Flava Naturals, performance dark chocolate bars and cocoa powder, which deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. And they do this by sourcing premium high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to help promote healthy brain function. To order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's F-L-A-V-A, flavanaturals.com. There you can read about the science behind cocoa flavanols and get great recipes too. That's flavanaturals.com. Okay, so we put that issue to bed for you. Uh, and now let's look at uh, sugary cereals because, you know, we're seeing a, a, an epidemic of uh, diabetes among kids. Uh, it's been worsened during the pandemic where there were lockdowns and people ate more and more uh, junky foods at home uh, in an effort to console themselves <laughs> because they were bored and frustrated and anxious. Um, 
So there are new proposed FDA rules which mandate that foods labeled as healthy must contain a major food group, such as dairy, fruits, or whole grains. Uh, and uh, it must fit certain limits on saturated fats, sodium, and added sugars. The saturated fat thing, I think, is a little dubious. By the way, these I've always been skeptical of these federal guidelines. When it comes to sugar, finally, they're getting around to it. So the rule would limit cereals, for example, to no more than 2.5 grams of sugar per serving in order to be labeled as healthy. Uh, and that is a restriction that food manufacturers claim would exclude over 95% of ready-to-eat cereals on the market. So they're upset, and they're threatening to go to court. Check this out. The makers of Fruity Pebbles, Fruit Loops, Lucky Charms, and other popular cereal brands are bitterly lobbying against a new Food and Drug Administration proposal that would prevent them from labeling their products as healthy. Currently, they're allowed to, but under the new guidelines, that uh, ability would be rescinded. In a joint filing made last month, the largest cereal producers in the country, General Mills, Kellogg's, and post-consumer brands, decried the proposed nutritional criteria and threatened to file a lawsuit challenging the guidelines as a violation of corporate free speech rights. Now, if you think there could be a more circuitous invocation of the First Amendment, I, I really challenge you to find one. They say, the cereal manufacturers, quote, if finalized in its present form, uh, the companies would be open to, uh, sorry, the, the government would be open to legal challenge in that the new rule violates the First Amendment by prohibiting truthful, non-misleading claims in an unjustified manner and also exceeds FDA's statutory authority in several ways. So they're saying that uh, they have constitutionally protected commercial speech rights, which cover their ability to use the term, quote, healthy, to describe their added sugar products. And they uh, use a front group called the Washington Legal Foundation uh, to produce a legal brief um, and that uh, says that consumers uh, cannot make their own healthy decisions based on nutritional labeling data uh, because those seek to limit the food company's speech. The group does not disclose its donors and did not respond to a request for comment from uh, journalists. But in previous years, the Corn Refiners Association, a lobby group that represents the high fructose corn syrup industry, has disclosed financial ties to this front group, the Washington Legal Foundation. Uh, and the companies allege that they view these new extremely strict guidelines as alarming because, quote, cereal is one of the most affordable, nutrient-dense breakfast choices a person, adult or child can make with a wide range of options to suit different cultures, preferences, and tastes. Cereals, they claim, are already recognized for nutritional benefits. They serve the nation's vulnerable populations, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so there you have it. <laughs> when, you know, bottom line, is uh, when it comes to uh, food labeling, uh, the nutrition industry is in charge. <laughs> they don't want to disclose the truth about the harms of sugar. 877-726-8255, our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, 
an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoppinStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. Whether you are getting ready for a once-in-a-lifetime vacation, flying to a business meeting, or just visiting friends, don't risk ruining your trip by neglecting to protect your digestive health. Pack award-winning Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, one of the best lines of defense against traveler's tummy. Dr. O'Hara's convenient blister packs are portable and never need to be refrigerated, perfect for traveling. A worldwide leader in probiotics for over 30 years, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is a superior formulation that enhances immunity and digestion to help reduce the risk of getting sick while traveling. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is a fermentation of 12 strains of live probiotic bacteria with wholesome super fruits and vegetables producing Dr. O'Hara's trademarked postbiotic metabolites, so restorative to gut health. Stay healthy while traveling and remember to pack your probiotics. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at fine natural health retailers nationwide, also available online. Discover the Dr. O'Hara's difference. Welcome back to Tellers and Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. Here's a story about how precarious our health system uh, is. Uh, albuterol shortage hits hospitals after manufacturer closes. Okay, so for asthma, there are chronic meds, meds that you take every day, but you don't take them in case of an emergency because they don't really work fast. They work over time. Medications like Flovan and Pulmacord and combo meds. Uh, and then there's albuterol, which if you're asthmatic, you've got breathing problems, you know that you want to keep that inhaler handy. There's some people who just use it occasionally. Some people use it daily. Uh, it really is an emergency rescue med. And now uh, there is a nationwide shortage as the company that makes it, drug maker Acorn, ceased operations last month. And so there is a nationwide shortage and this comes in the wake of uh, shortages in infant formula, and then it was hydroxychloroquine when a lot of people were using hydroxychloroquine for COVID, and then people who really needed it couldn't get it, and now uh, Ozempic for diabetics, people who just want to lose a couple of pounds are taking it. And we got some serious uh, supply chain problems. Uh, the FDA goes through a process whereby they uh, certify new manufacturers, but that's a process that could take months and uh, this really is an emergency for people who suffer from breathing problems. So I hope they clear this up. Also, on the FDA front, uh, the head of the agency's neuroscience unit is leaving. His name is Dunn, Billy Dunn. And Dunn is done. He's leaving his post, leading the FDA's neuroscience team after an 18-year career. But he's embroiled in controversy because uh, he got behind accelerated approval of the Alzheimer's med Aduhelm. And there was a lot of blowback on that subject because it's a medication that is extremely expensive. Uh, it is dangerous. It can cause brain bleeds. 
and brain swelling, but it was purported to slow the progression of Alzheimer's disease. A lot of people on the review panel said, no, let's not review it. Let's not approve it because of its, uh, you know, questionable efficacy and potential harm. And yet he got behind it. And uh, the a congressional report detailed a relationship described as, quote, inappropriate and atypical between Biogen, the company that makes Agihelm and regulators, including uh, Bill Dunn, uh, leading up to the accelerated approval of Agihelm. So also Stat News uncovered a back channel dealing between the agency and Biogen, that is the FDA. And, and that provides uh, insight into how the Washington game is played, is there's a very close relationship between uh, Big Pharma and the FDA, and often it's a, it's a revolving door. And I would not be surprised at all if in a couple of months, uh, this guy who just left FDA is going to turn up uh, on the board or as a top executive on one of the pharmaceutical uh, firms because uh, guys who have worked in the agency, agency hands, know how to grease the wheels for approval of sometimes sketchy drugs and uh, that is an asset that is highly valued by the pharmaceutical industry. So just a you know a case study in how the game is played in Washington. 877-726-8255, our number. We're going to take a look at sleep when we return. Also, the benefits of exercise on mood. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. 877-726-8255, our number. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary, drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research, including a new extra-strength version of astaxanthin for immune, brain, and vision health. Astaxanthin 12 milligram extra-strength. It's a naturally-occurring carotenoid that plays an important role in cellular protection and healthy immune system responses. Astaxanthin has also been shown in clinical studies to promote normal cognitive function and may help to maintain a positive mood. In the eye, it helps to neutralize free radicals and manage eye strain due to computer usage. Astaxanthin 12 milligram extra strength is available at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. We're going to talk about sleep momentarily, 877-726-8255. But first, there's a call from Fred D. in New York. How are you doing? How are you doing, Dr. Um, Hi. Uh, hi. Um, by you, a year ago, I had a stroke. And mm-hmm. um, do, you, do you have any um, exercise or vitamins for a person who has a stroke? Okay. And clearly, you're having some uh, speech difficulties. Did it take a while for you to recover your speech? Yes. Okay. So you're doing like speech rehabilitation and, you know, it's like you're pretty understandable now, but obviously there's a little bit of difficulty in your enunciation of words. Okay. So some of the things that pertain to uh, stroke recovery, one of the things that uh, I suggest, although it, it's not generally administered under insurance and it can be expensive, time consuming, 
But uh, I recommend that people undergo hyperbaric oxygen treatments if at all possible. I mean, that I think is one of the best ways to recover. But a year on in, the potential for recovery is a little less than if you began to undertake them within a, a month or two of the incident. Uh, other things that can be helpful, uh, I think omega-3 fatty acids can be helpful because they actually help with the brain injury. Uh, also, there's actually some evidence that CBD, cannabidiol, from uh, hemp-derived products can be helpful. Uh, in addition, I would recommend things that generate nitric oxide that improve circulation. Uh, that would include cocoflavanols, which we talked about earlier, but also beet-derived products. Uh, you know, certainly that could have a benefit for recovering brain. And uh, in the immediate aftermath, I'm not sure if this is that pertinent now, but antioxidants can be helpful. So there's a lot of oxidative damage that occurs in a stroke. But again, a year later, uh, their importance wanes a little bit. So uh, what is important, however, uh, and this is clearly demonstrated and you know not controversial, not expensive, uh, not dangerous, and that is exercise. You know, physical exercise helps okay. to... Yeah, it helps with what's called neuroplasticity. Uh, it generates uh, BDNF, which is kind of like miracle grow for your brain, and will help to uh, kind of help you reestablish some of those connections. Because the brain's versatile. You know, people who get gunshot wounds to the brain, you know, terrible IED injuries, uh, they manage to reroute the neural circuitry and regain function over time, as you have, you know, because initially maybe you couldn't talk at all, and now you're using yeah, different parts yeah. of your brain for speech. So there you go. I know there's some of the things you can try. Good luck to you. Thanks for your call. 877-726-8255, our number. Uh, the subject is sleep. And when it comes to sleep, you know, some big problems in this country because uh, statistically a high percentage of people are grappling with uh, sleep difficulties, uh, whether it be a uh, medically uh, medically defined sleep problem like sleep apnea, restless leg syndrome. Okay, those can be determined in a sleep lab, but a lot of people just get inadequate sleep. And the problem uh, in part is due to the pandemic. It's kind of one of the collateral damages of the pandemic is that our sleep patterns have been disrupted. Yeah, there's been lots of anxiety. There's been a reduction in exercise, which helps sleep. Uh, but there's also been disruption to our circadian rhythm because a lot of people are working from home. Uh, they have uh, schedules which are variable. And so uh, that interferes with normal sleep patterns. And so we've dubbed a new term, which is coronasomnia. You know, the problems that people are having with sleep, they're escalating. Okay, so a uh, new study, uh, they looked at the efficacy of prescription meds for sleep. And no question that sleep meds can work short term. They can help knock you out and they will break a cycle of severe insomnia. And I'm not against the use of sleep medications, but long term, they don't pay off. According to uh, a new study, uh, prescription meds don't cut it for long-term management of sleep problems. There's an estimated 9 million adults in the U.S. alone who say they take prescription meds uh, every single night uh, to try and get a good night's sleep. But a new study shows that there was no difference in sleep quality or duration between women who took prescription drugs for one to two years versus those who didn't. So... Uh, the other problem is that sleep medications can induce sleep, 
but they fail to replicate natural sleep architecture. That is a technical term, which means that your sleep has different phases. There's REM sleep and non-REM sleep. There's a natural cycle that you go through many times through the night uh, with rapid eye movement sleep or REM sleep, uh, dream states, non-dream states, deep states, light states. And the prescription medications uh, can knock you out, but they don't replicate the natural sleep architecture, which is the normal pattern that's required for rest and repair. So that is indeed a concern. It's a challenge. It's a challenge for medicine, pharmaceutical industry, because uh, so far uh, nothing can replace natural sleep. You can artificially induce sleep, but it's not the same. All right, so uh, a possible solution is... Uh, CBD, hemp-derived CBD. This is National Sleep Awareness Month. That's why I'm talking about sleep. Uh, sleep Awareness Week uh, will be held March 12th through 18th. And we know that adequate sleep is a cornerstone of better long-term health. Well, CBD can support restful sleep. It's a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand that I take personally and recommend to my patients is plus CBD from CV Sciences, their natural wellness line, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep, combine well-studied ingredients offering non-habit-forming options in natural sleep and relaxation support. Now, CBD Calm helps to relieve tension without making you drowsy. It soothes irritability and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD plus L-theanine and 5-HTP. On the other hand, CBD Sleep which I take, aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm. So you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. I'm sleeping up a storm and it's great because it's so restorative. You know, if you're engaged in lots of mental challenges, stress, or the challenges of demanding physical exercise regime, as I am, uh, sleep is the ultimate repair. So to learn more and to visit, uh, learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for that special offer. Uh, okay, so additionally, this is an interesting thing that I dug up while researching sleep for sleep month, National Sleep Month being March. You ever wonder why you're so likely to nod off while driving? Now, number one cause is you're sleep deprived and a very high percentage of Americans don't get adequate sleep. So one of the things I typically ask patients is when you get in a car and you drive a long distance, you know, not just drive to the corner store, but, you know, drive 30, 40 minutes or more, do you feel like nodding off? And if you do, and I, I remember what it was like when I was doing my intense medical training in the hospital, pulling all-nighters, is invariably I'd get in the car and I'd be f smacking myself to keep myself awake, uh, biting my cheeks, you know, hitting myself on the head because I was so sleep deprived that just being at rest with the monotony of driving, uh, I'd nod off. Now, much less 
But still, even when I get an adequate night's sleep, I find myself getting drowsy in the car. Now, part of it is air circulation. So you open the windows, you let the cold air on your face. Okay, great. Uh, but um, even when I think I've gotten adequate sleep, sometimes I need to fight off drowsiness while driving by chewing gum or doing alternate nostril breathing. Now there's an explanation. Turns out the natural vibrations in cars appear to make people sleepier. And new parents invoke this principle, as you may well know or have experienced if you're a parent or grandparent, because have you ever strapped your baby in a car seat and driven them repeatedly around the neighborhood to lull them into slumber? Yeah, people do that. Then sometimes they get stopped by cops. Like, what are you doing? Case in the neighborhood? It's like, no, look, I look in the back. I've got a little, I got my little son or daughter in the, in the, in the car seat. Oh, okay. Okay. Fine. Keep driving. Um, researchers using simulators, which replicate the vibrations that occur in cars, showed that vibrations of a certain frequency induce drowsiness in experimental subjects within 15 minutes. By 60 minutes, alertness and reflexes were profoundly impaired. So they're working on this, and hopefully automotive engineers will harness their findings to rejigger cars of the future with good vibrations instead of slumber vibrations. The good vibrations hopefully will promote wakefulness and alertness. Pretty amazing. All right. And now this, um, the phenomenon is called catch up sleep. People with busy weekday work schedules tend to party late on weekends. You know, it's like your time off and they sleep in on weekends. And they reason that even with a deficit of sleep on certain days, extra sleep makes up for it. Right. A lot of people doing this. It's a, more the rule than the exception. After all, they reason five days of Inadequate sleep, say six hours uh, per night during the week, plus two days of 10 hours per night sleep. Uh, do the math. You add that up. You get uh, 50. Uh, you get 30 plus uh, 20. And you get uh, a total of 50 hours per week of sleep. And then you divide that by seven. And that averages out to seven hours per day. And that's not too bad. But the reasoning is fallacious, according to recent studies, which contend that shifts in sleep schedule may throw the body's metabolic clocks out of sync and disruption of the natural circadian rhythm may promote insulin resistance and weight gain. The researchers found, check this out, the bigger the difference between workday and free day sleep schedules, in other words, weekdays versus weekends, the stronger the link to metabolic health problems. And this phenomenon has been dubbed social jet lag. It may hike the risk for diabetes and cardiovascular disease. Now, the solution, unfortunately, it's kind of boring. Solution is to align the body's rhythms with natural diurnal cycles. It appears that Ben Franklin was prescient when he said, early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Right? That old saw. Turns out to be true. 877-726-8255. Our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. What's your age? That's A-G-E. Aged garlic extract, that is. For over 50 years, Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been offering men and women of all ages and with different health concerns an odorless, organically grown, clinically researched garlic extract supplement tailored to their individual needs. 
aged garlic extract formulas support optimal cardiovascular health, immune function, and many more specific health concerns like stress, blood sugar balance, high blood pressure, detox, anti-aging, inflammation, and brain health. Kyolic AGE's condition-specific products contain Kyolic's exclusive GMO-free garlic extract, which is aged up to 20 months, converting garlic's harsh properties into beneficial compounds. So what's your AGE? Visit your local natural health and wellness retailer and discuss which Kyolic AGE formula is best for you and your lifestyle. Kyolic aged garlic extract formulas are available at fine natural health retailers nationwide, also online. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. I just want to remind you that uh, you can access a free resource here via Intelligent Medicine. Just go to drhoffman.com. Uh, I wrote an extensive article, a special report entitled Immunity Reset, a personalized plan to pandemic proof your body and build resilience for a long, healthy life. And we need that because, well, the vaccines and the antiviral medications are coming up short against covid and we must rely to a certain extent on all of the above approach, utilizing our natural resources. So check out Immunity Reset at drhoffman.com. Just go to drhoffman.com and click on the Read drop-down menu, then click Immunity Reset for that free resource for you and your family. And uh, speaking of natural interventions, uh, Medical News Today, in a great article by uh, Robbie Berman, uh, poses the question, is exercise more effective than medication for depression and anxiety? And they conclude that this large new meta-analysis, a meta-analysis is not just one study, it's a study of studies. And they looked at 97 uh, reviews uh, comprising over a 1,000 randomized controlled trials involving 128,000 plus participants. So it's a huge meta-analysis. It's very meta. Uh, the problem is that uh, anxiety and depression are soaring worldwide. Uh, the statistics are very, very depressing, <laughs> in fact, uh, because worldwide uh, we see an uptick uh, in the incidence of mental disorders. Most typically, anxiety issues and depression. Roughly 301 million people worldwide have an anxiety disorder. I think that's a gross underestimate, personally. This figure includes 58 million children and adolescents. There were 280 million individuals living with depression. Uh, that's approximately uh, nearly the population of the entire United States. Um, there was an increase in mental health disorders uh, during the pandemic, uh, somewhere between 26 to 28 percent. So big problem. And we know that medications sometimes work, sometimes work partially, sometimes not at all. Uh, same thing with psychotherapy. Some people very amenable to psychotherapy, but others not. And so uh, what they found statistically, physical activity produced an average reduction in mental health issues from 42% to 60%. That is compared to psychotherapy and pharmacotherapy drug therapy, that is, which produced a much smaller improvement between 22% and 37%. So roughly, you know, anywhere from a quarter to a third of people are improved with uh, meds or talk therapy. Uh, exercise, it's uh, around half or more. Uh, so what does it entail? What does it entail? 
Uh, the study found that briefer exercise programs provide more benefits than extended regimens, but it's a little bit about intensity. Uh, brief high intensity activity seemed to yield the most benefits. So this morning, for example, I did an hour of, uh, kind of cross training in the, in the gym, you know, with weights and, you know, TRX, uh, and floor exercises. And, you know, Puts me in a great mood, uh, really alleviates uh, stress and anxiety. Um, for individuals who have trouble with conditioning, older than 45 and or deconditioned, many studies show that walking 20 to 40 minutes each day is particularly effective for improving depression and anxiety. So uh, there you have it. Uh, exercise comes up big uh, in the treatment of mood problems. And something else that uh, came up big in a recent study, our good friend vitamin D, lower dementia incidence linked with vitamin D supplements. Uh, in a sample of 12,000 older adults, exposure to vitamin D supplementation was associated with, get this, a 40% lower dementia incidence. Now, they cautioned in the study that this may be what is termed a healthy user effect. In other words, people who are healthier in other aspects of their lives may reach for vitamin D supplements. So you can't necessarily say that vitamin D uh, cures or prevents dementia, but there was a very strong signal that the use of vitamin D was associated with protection against uh, dementia. So they don't know precisely the dose or the duration of supplementation because that wasn't part of the study, but uh, you can be sure that vitamin D should be part of your uh, portfolio along with exercise and sleep, uh, healthy diet, uh, to uh, prevent uh, the devastating consequences of age-related cognitive decline and ultimately Alzheimer's. 877-726-8255, our number. You can use that number throughout the week to record a question. Thanks very much for uh, joining us today. Uh, you can find hundreds of curated vetted supplements in my full script dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. Check out Dear Hoffman. Uh, for lots of podcasts, we do several of those weekly. They're fresh and available to you for free. Also, you can subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend.